Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Always Book Podcast. I'm Jenny, sitting here with Mike Mendez, who is covered in glitter. I am covered in glitter. I, yeah, and I'm Mike, and I'm sitting here with Jenny, who has now remembered what libraries are. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, like, this summer, oh, <laughs> you, were, you had forgotten what libraries were, so I had to reintroduce you to the, actually not all libraries, to the public library. Yeah, I hadn't. You're, oh my God, I feel like you're mansplaining libraries <laughs> to me. You're like, oh, Jane, I helped her. Whatever. Yeah. We're moving on. What our, did you do this summer other than teach me about libraries? Yeah. So uh, our first, I guess like probably like the first week that we were off of work, um, I was already missing spending quality time with Jenny. I called her and begged her to hung, hang out with me. And we went to the library together. Because that's what librarians do. <laughs> we go did. hang out at the library together. I think we were still working when we went to the library. We went to the library after work one day. And then I saw you later. Are you sure? And we didn't go to the library. I don't I don't think that's true. Yeah, it is. We went and oh got... Don't give me that look. I can't help it that my voice sounds like that. We <laughs> went and... We went to the library. We went and got snow cones. But we were still at work. Then we hung out the next week. I know because my dog had died. Oh, all right. Remember? Well, yeah. All right, Trump card. That's that what that I dog. did this Sorry summer. About that. Well, so first of all, <laughs> this is the first episode of season two because this is our new school year. So mm-hmm. we've we've ended our book one of our podcast. Now we're on book two, um, the second year that we're working together. Um, Hopefully, we won't have a sophomore slump because I usually hate the second book. In almost every series. Well, you're really <laughs> getting out to our audience that we're going <laughs> to do a great job here. Yeah. I think we will. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so uh, what'd you do this summer? I already told you. What'd you do? No, I didn't. I just no. got my dog. Um, <laughs> I worked to summer school. Yeah. <laughs> Is that better? I, I worked summer school and read a lot. Like a lot. So I was going to go back and count how many books I read, but... Um, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, because it was still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, this this summer, Mandy and I uh, we traveled to New Mexico and Colorado. We were gone pretty much the entire month of July. We left like July second and came back the twenty eighth. Um, Mandy had to work a couple days in the middle. Had to fly home and work for a couple days. Um, but I was in the trailer in New Mexico or Colorado for twenty six straight nights so fun it was awesome the weather of course new mexico and colorado in the summer there's it's one of the greatest places on earth like the weather is 50s in the morning and like high 70s right you know in the middle of the day and there's usually a nice thunderstorm in the afternoons to cool everything back off and it's great windows open lots of fishing of course because you know I do love fish. fish. I do. I do love to fish. You know, I did not fish twenty six straight days, but it came close, and uh, a lot of that had to do with Mandy. Mandy was in a big fishing tournament this summer. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Did she win? She did. She was announced as the winner just like yesterday. Mandy, congratulations! Uh, No doubt. So um, it went from the middle of May till August. It's like May fifteenth to August fifteenth or something. Um, and so it was every fish that you catch, you had to take a picture of it and then like submit it to this app. Um, Mandy ended up with over 300 fish. I wondered time. why 
<laughs> the other day you were talking to her and she was like, yeah, I'm sitting by the highway fishing. It's so hot. And I was like, she just loves fishing that much. But no, she was competing. And I respect that. Yeah. I respect fishing too. <laughs> the way just I said that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, the tournament ended the 15th and she just got like official notification that she won. Um, What'd she win? So she won a fishing trip. Because what do you what? give the person who's super into fishing? A fishing trip. And so um, she doesn't know all the details about when she's going, but she's excited. Where um, is it? Uh, I think it's going to be just outside of Galveston. I love Galveston. Yeah? Yeah. And everybody always talks bad about it, and I get really upset, but I yeah. like it there a lot. It's really nice. There's a gift shop there called Murdoch's that she'll have to go to. It's uh, great. What kind of stuff is it? Murdoch's. Hermit crabs. Oh. Um which I'm not, I'm not in the hermit crab dealings any longer, but uh, also just like knickknacks and stuff. It's just fun. They have t-shirts, you know. Is it the kind of t-shirt that like, it makes you look like you're wearing a bikini? Uh, That's not where I bought that t-shirt. I bought that t-shirt in Corpus Christi, but I'm sure they have them. Yeah. Like. Airbrushed. (laughs) Yeah, they do have those. (laughs) I do have, I love airbrushed t-shirts. I get one at the state fair every year. So. State fair, we. I'm very state fair. That's one thing that I did. Yeah. Over the summer, Texas State Fair is coming up, which I love, and I entered. I always enter in their creative arts competition, so I entered bread and butter pickles, apple butter, mango habanero jam, and just regular mango jam. Yeah, the apple butter. I had a sample of that. It's really good. I'll be unhappy. I'll be upset if you don't i know aren't rewarded for i your felt hardware. like that was going to be a good one yeah so i don't know we'll see fingers crossed if i am, am sad on the next podcast <laughs> you'll know because i find out next wednesday <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah stay tuned i know that's a tease for the next podcast yeah, and yeah. you gotta come back and listen yeah. or no or, <laughs> we won't even talk about it you have to go to our website and oh look. my gosh nobody's ever going to the website <laughs> the funny thing is like we kept up the website so good until like the last two episodes of last year and we're always like oh yeah gotta go to the website gotta go to the website and then we didn't update it the last two episodes no. and immediately we got called out by our one of our biggest fans yeah our like, mega fan yeah, tracy tracy's like um i went to the website it's not on there we're like we, we nobody went to it for so long i know I know. anyway yeah well summer's over now yeah back to work uh we sound bummed like we sound <laughs> so sad well the funny thing is like my summer was hanging out in colorado new mexico i am bummed that i'm back at work you were at work for your work yeah your, your summer yeah yeah I love work. I never want to leave. Yeah. I'm going to live here. But we did have a really great very first week, like a first week back before the kids got here because we wore the same (laughs) outfit every day. We had a great week before the kids got here. (laughs) (laughs) We dressed the same every day. We did. With a theme. And what we've learned from that is that we don't have the same taste in clothes. Which is something that we already knew, but this certainly reinforced that. Yeah. It was fun, though. Yeah, we had a great time. So the first day we showed up, when we were wearing, uh, it was like athletic slash Olympic wear, mm-hmm. like wear your favorite sporting good stuff. So we dressed the same in the same track suits, black track, track suits with um, two stripes, not three stripes, because I ain't got that <laughs> Adidas money. Um, but uh, yeah, and then we, we did 
a couple of different color coordinated days, which which was nice and was fun for the week, but also like we want to get back to wearing what we want to wear. Right. So. But next week we're back to coordinating because it's Howdy Week and so it's mm. theme day. So yeah. on Monday, well, we're I'm not going to tell you what we're doing because right. we'll post pictures. Such a big surprise. We'll put them on our Facebook and you have to go there. <laughs> it's called Always Booked Pod, right? Yeah. Facebook.com so. slash always booked pod. <laughs> anyway. Not that anybody's going to go, so I could just be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Not always booked pod. You should blah. go, though, because the first day, at least, is going to be really good. Yeah. And I think all the days afterwards. Oh, yeah. We've we've definitely got one day. That's going to be bag. Yeah. good. Yeah. So, anyway, we're back at school now, and the kids are back. Yeah. We and, just, we're recording this on Friday afternoon, so yeah. the last kids have just left for the week. So, um, there's no tired, like first week of school tired. So, so I'm true. pretty worn out. My, my back started acting up like Monday or Tuesday mm-hmm. from st- sitting in these chairs. And now about every 30 seconds, like this sharp pain just shoots up the right side of my back. Back spasm. So that's been super fun this week. Um, I've tried like going back and forth between chairs, like short yeah. chair, tall chair, no chair. Yeah. It really didn't really matter. We got to get new chairs. Yeah. Cause I slump so bad right me too stools i slump in every chair so it doesn't matter what chair i'm sitting in (laughs) but anyway yeah Yeah. kids are back it's uh it's actually so it's been a mixed bag um all the kids passwords got changed but to what we don't know yeah nobody knows so they say they know (laughs) so what happened was um we had like uh what we call pass week i don't know what that stands for pass um, I don't either. And I put school. I, I used to. I don't, I, I don't know. know. Start of school Summer or something. School. I don't know. So like all the kids are supposed to come up and like make sure that they can log in and get their schedules and switch out the Chromebooks and everything before school. And so we saw probably like a thousand kids. Yeah. Made sure they could log in. And then two days before school starts, the district reset all of the passwords, which is a lot of work down the drain but mm-hmm. also did not do a great job of resetting the passwords um we have a convention that goes back to a default password and they screwed that up by leaving off the leading zero but just leaving off the leading zero on the month not leading off the leading zero on the day of their birth yeah <sighs> so on the first day of school None of the kids had printed schedules um, because we're in the digital age. And so they were like, look at your schedule on your Chromebook. But funny story. None of our kids can log in. None of our kids can log in because they didn't know their password. Um, So we had a line out the door up the stairs (laughs) to reset everyone's password until finally somebody came in. They were like, how can we help? And we were like, give them their schedules so they can go to class. And then the teachers helped out a ton by resetting no passwords. It made a, such a huge difference. Um, so it's been, I think it's been like really chaotic this week and very busy, but yeah. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, we've probably swapped out a hundred and something Chromebooks. Easy. Um, we've, we've been very busy. It's been a steady stream of kids. In the morning, it's really tough for the first hour. And then mm-hmm. we, we have some time to breathe throughout the day. We just have this like steady stream of every two or three minutes, a kid will come in with an issue, but that's fine. That keeps us busy and that's great. We're helping them get, um, to where they can use their computers in class. So, um, just re- just that first hour of the day is, is wild. It's brutal. Yeah. So, but 
Oh, God. Yeah, so one of the things we're going to do is next week, um, so we can actually start seeing classes and seeing some kids and 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 doing some of li- library stuff instead of just technology stuff. We're going to um, have it to where the kids are filling out a form, and they can come whenever we're not trying to do library stuff. Yeah, not unless they've been summoned. Right. And so that will it's it will allow us to do to our like library job, which now that the kids are back on campus, I'm super excited about. Like oh, we actually gosh, get to so see cool. them. Yeah. And we have like a new crew that's coming in, uh, and great. they're fun. Yeah, we so we have some of our leftovers from last year, mm-hmm. which was so nice to see some of those kids this week. Um, just to be able to like, hey, it's been two and a half months or whatever, two months, I guess. Um, so it's been really nice to see those kids, and those kids were obviously excited to see us too, which makes it ten times better. Yeah. Um, and then we have some some newbies, and they are. They're wild. Yes. Yeah. They really are. I'm enjoying them. And we've checked out a lot of books. Yeah. Like, that part makes me really, really happy is that we've checked out a good amount of books. We have a couple kids who just want to come and hang out in here that are not necessarily huge readers, but they've checked out books. Like, One Girl's Reading, The Summer I Turned Pretty. Oh, yeah. Um, We have a new library assistant who reads all the same books as I do, which is a dream because we just, like, talk about books the whole time. It's really fun. I'm I'm happy with the first week. Yeah. And so we're still in the classroom um, and we're still on track as far as we know for October 15th-ish um, mm-hmm. for us moving back into our library. And we're excited about that. Um, we haven't snuck in through the construction area to check it out. but Oh, but I... I forgot to tell you this, or I saved it for the podcast. I did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. If you go up into... Um, Remember that I helped a teacher with this oh, board yeah, yeah, the other yeah. day? You can literally see down into our library everything. That's so cool. It's incredible. Yeah. I totally forgot to tell you. I guess okay. it was because we were busy. Well, it's going to be hard to podcast for the rest of the podcast because I want to go look. But Yeah, it's very we're cool. going to do it. All right. Maybe we can get in with a key. Maybe. Um, so let's see. What else we got going on? Oh, we have class visits coming up. We get to go to English classes and um, some art classes and just kind of introduce ourselves and what the library offers, which is super cool because we have all those new eBooks mm. and audiobooks, and we want the kids to know how to access them because yeah. when we told the kids that last year, they were all about it. Yeah, we spent most of our budget last year, um, our book budget last year on um, eBooks and audiobooks, and um, a lot of that reason is because we haven't been in the library, but also because uh, a lot of our kids are starting to really enjoy it. Um, one of the kids that you were talking about, that she was like, "Oh yeah, I've, you know, read that book on audiobook because I didn't like the way that it was written." She was mm-hmm. complaining because I was like, "There's no, no quotation marks in this book. I don't like the way it is." So I just had to listen to it, and I was like, oh, "So cool!" Yeah. So it kind of like reinforces us like we do need to be doing audiobooks and eBooks with the kids and um, spending more of our funds there. Yeah. So we're gonna show them all that, and we also spent some money actually that the special ed department gave us mm, which because right. they're awesome um to buy some light box books from uh Follett, which are super super cool so you get a physical book and you get this interactive online book and um there we bought these big units so we bought like um planets animals world of bugs let's learn math uh historical figures and so we're going to go into our rise classes and um we're going to teach a unit with them so the kids are going to pick the kids and their teacher are going to pick what they want to learn about 
and then we'll go in with those books and teach a unit one one lesson every week which i am so excited about yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun we um we kind of previewed one of the books today a bumblebee book and it was so cool like the first little bit and it, it showed a video and had like flight of the bumblebees playing in the background and um i'm very excited like there's um different activities that are that are built in um to the to the units that are it's just going to make us you know look like we spent hours and hours and hours prepping for each one of these lessons and it's yeah um, very helpful so if you are looking like this has become an ad but we are not getting paid for this if you're looking for like cool um interactive nonfiction. That's those light box books are incredible. Yeah. They're so fun. And the units are like really well curated. So and they're not that expensive. No. Yeah. We were able to get, and so we were able to get, I don't know, eight, 10 of those different units. And each one of the units has like 10, 15 books. It's a lot. Yeah. So, and like so many activities. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lightbox. Yeah. Thank you. We yeah. really like you. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, well, now that we've said something nice. Yeah, time to air our grievances. With the airing of grievances, I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. All right. Who's going first? It says that you're going first. Oh, yeah. Um, the other day, you said that I was the whitest person <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and then I was like, what? You think... <laughs> I sound like the whitest person in the world telling the story, but so I was like, what? can you explain that to me? And you're like, oh, with so many reasons. But then you got interrupted. The only thing you said is that because I have a Texas flag tattoo, yeah. and you were like, probably the whitest tattoo I've ever seen. Yeah. And then you forgot, yeah. or you didn't say anything else. So one, my grievance is that you've said that. Yeah. Two, my grievance is that you just never, ever told me anything else. So now I just wonder all the time, what what I'm doing that's leading you to believe that I'm the whitest person in the world. All right. So it may have been a bit of an exaggeration. Okay. Does that make it better? No. Oh. I know you have so many things in your head that you're like, I'm just not going to say them. You don't want to look rude. <laughs> it's fine. That's my grievance. Okay. We'll, we'll handle this, some of this off air because some of this is off air stuff. I don't... I don't know what that means, but I've never, I don't think I've ever done anything that's like unkind to somebody oh, else. No. Okay. I would, no, nothing unkind. I thought you were like, I just I'm don't want to out you for being racist on a no. podcast, which I'm not. You brought this up and I would never say that you're racist. <laughs> being, being white is not racist. No, no, no. I know that. I'm just saying the way you're yeah. like, this is off air oh, no. stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. We're really dragging all of our personal lives onto this. Okay. okay. It's fine. All right. It's Greg. I know. But it's Whatever. not Greg. I mean, a little bit Greg, but it's not Greg. <laughs> at least at least not what I was about to say. All right. Oh. Anyway. Okay. Your turn. All right. So um, on July the 21st, I sent this message to Jenny. July 21st. Maybe I shouldn't read it. It says, um, holy S, please tell me you can see that oh. on July 21st. Right. So we text each other back and forth. And usually, like, within a day, we'll get back to each other. And so if I know if I text Jenny at 9 o'clock at night, she's not going to get it until the next morning, which is fine. So that was July 21st. So July 21st goes by. 
Nothing. July 22nd, July 23rd, July 24th, July 25th, July 26th. On July 27th, she texts me, are you alive? So you were just, you were, you were purposely ignoring me because I didn't respond. Yeah. I had something very important to show you. And I said an expletive, which we don't usually use a lot of expletives with each other. And so if I say, holy S, please tell me you can see that. I'm looking for a response before six days later. Okay. I'm sorry. It was at nine o'clock and I was asleep. (laughs) And then sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I forget. And also I couldn't see it. Well, yeah, obviously, because I needed you to see it because it was a, it was like a you sent it story, to me. and it was like I need you to look because it's going to be gone in twenty four hours, what probably less than twenty four. hours. Yeah. Anyway, and I said, "Are you alive? Did a fish eat you?" And you said, <laughs> "I'm alive. I'm alive. I'll be home tomorrow." <laughs> be home. Night. I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. Oh yeah, and then right after that, Greg came over to your yeah. house, and I didn't come. With yeah, and then <laughs> Jenny doesn't come. I'm like, oh, cool. I get I get to hang out with Greg. But I was no busy. Jenny. I was having a busy summer. Okay. Um, tell now me. Now that we've aired those grievances. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we. I think we really just caused more pent up uh, frustration, but that's fine. Yeah. Like resentment. Yeah. So, I'm really good at responding to texts. Normally, that's like the only one I haven't responded to. I think. Okay. Okay, I'll screenshot all the ones you haven't responded to. All right. Anyway, the podcast is over. I'm quitting the job. Job's over. (laughs) Library's over. It's over for all of us. Let's talk about, tell me a good book you read this summer, and then we can be friends. Okay. So um, the first book I want to tell you about is called uh, Magpie Murders. Um, It was on the list um, from Fourth Public Library as one of their stay-at-home summer reads. It's written by Anthony Horowitz, um, and we listened to it. So first of all, we listened to seven audio books during the trip i love it which is which is insane right like mm-hmm. le- less than a month seven audiobooks that's a lot of time in the car it's a lot of gas money is what that is um at least you got your books for free from the library <laughs> yes so <laughs> <laughs> so this book is a murder mystery we kind of we got on a little murder mystery kick um and so uh this one is about it's kind of like a book inside of a book which um like at the very beginning, like they introduce the author of the book that's inside the book, which was kind of weird. But then it just starts right in with the, the murder mystery. And so you're like, oh, cool, murder mystery. So we're like seven hours into a 14-hour thing, and we're about to learn who like did the murder. And I'm like, what are they going to do for the other seven hours of this book? And, of course, it's like, well, now we have to solve the murder of the author who's the the author of the book that's inside the book. So it's like a real meta. That's confusing. What's the what's the show where that's like Prison oh, Break? No. Okay. I don't know. I'll I'll put it in the, I'll put it on the website. You know, where like it's inside uh it starts with an I. Anyway. So um it it uh it's really good. Um, but it is, it's a book inside of a book. It's something that I had never read, a, read anything like, um, but very good. Anthony Horowitz, who also wrote all the Alex Ryder series, writes the Horowitz horror stuff. Um, really good. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Yeah. And this is adult book. It's not a, it's not like a middle school, high school book. Is but, it scary? Um, no, but it's, it's definitely like more racy than 
stuff that wow, right. other stuff that I've read by him. Well, I'm going to add it to my list as long as it's not scary. I'm not good with scary books. It's not scary. It's a, it's just a murder mystery. It's like a, you know. Okay. Basic. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Thanks for that wreck. Yeah. What else did you read? Oh, so the other book that we read that we really enjoyed on the trip. Well, we enjoyed several more, but the, the my, our second favorite one was Where the Crawdads Sing, which I'd been trying to read for like three years. I'd started it once and didn't get into it. And so um, we, we got into it this time and really liked it. Um, the story of uh, Kaya, who's the marsh girl who lives in North Carolina, um, kind of in a shack, um, grows up without um, much of a family unit around her. She has kind of an alco- absent mother, alcoholic dad. Um, all of her brothers and sisters run away because um, her dad is uh, uh, really like uh, kind of an alcoholic slash um, he, he kind of beats. He kind of beats. He beats on the kids. He's abusive. Abusive. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> he just kind of beats the kind kids. Kind of beats on no, the kids. No. Um, but then, like, it's her life as she's kind of like struggling to survive by herself, like growing up, like as a ten year old, all the way through um, when she grows up um, into her twenties and in her thirties. Um, and it's it's a really good story. It was on the bestseller list forever and ever and ever. And I just kind of like thought, oh, I probably do need to read this. And I highly recommend it. It's very good. It's I have it on the hold at the library. Yeah. It's come up twice. And I just keep pushing it back a week because, like, I have so many books yeah. out right now that I don't want to be rude. And there's all these people waiting for it still. Yeah. Like, I had it on hold for a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's three years out at this point. It's, and it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. They're about to make a, f- a movie of it. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is going to be um, not in the movie, but as the producer. Oh, she's she does everything. She's, she's on top of things. Yeah, she really is. What, so, what, what books do you want to tell us about of your? I, I, if I, I had got to guess, really excited. what twenty five books this summer? Uh, probably at least. Yeah. For a while, I was reading a book a day. It's insane. So, yeah. Um, I, it was hard for me to pick. So I picked some that I read a little bit more recently, but like, I'm telling you, I read so many good books. I, we'll put a list on the website of everything that we read. Uh, Cause like, I'll, they're all so good. Mm-hmm. What, there are a few I won't, cause I checked them out and I didn't realize their subject matter. I still read them, but I don't want it, you guys to know. So anyway. Smut. All right. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I had already posted it on Instagram. My mom like, like oh, shared yeah. my post and I was like, <laughs> they were wild. Um, so one of the books I read is called One Last Stop. It's by Casey McQuiston. Uh, I've already told Mendes all about it. Casey McQuiston wrote um, Red, White, and Royal Blue, which if you know her name or you've read that book, then you're probably like, that's a super adult book. It's not like, I don't think school library friendly at all but I think one last stop is it's not near as racy there are a couple scenes but like there are scenes in a lot of these books we have in the library anyway it's about this girl named August and she meets this girl named Jane on the Q train and she's like super super into her but there's all this kind of weird stuff going on um, and I don't want to give it away. So it's sweet. It's a sweet love story and it's like fun and it's got kind of like a supernatural sci-fi thing happening. It's good. I really liked it. Did you say kind of a supernatural <laughs> sci-fi thing? I get a lot of supernatural. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. It's so different than her last book. Um, and then I also read Verity by Colleen Hoover. I read a lot of Colleen Hoover. 
Um, but Verity was definitely my favorite. It's about an author and she, two authors. One of the authors has been in a horrible car wreck and she is essentially comatose. And then another author is hired to come and stay at her house and finish the last book in this really popular series. And it's wild, wild. Literally at one point, uh, something happened and I was like, no, and I just threw the book. That's one I read in one night. So it's like three in the morning and I was like, ah, just threw it in the air. And Greg was like, are you okay? And I was like, that was so scary. I get scared really easily. I'll say in the middle of Gone Girl, I, mean, I don't want to spoil it yeah. for you, but if you haven't read Gone Girl yet, then sorry. There's like a big reveal. Okay, I won't spoil it. There's a big reveal in the middle of Gone Girl and it scared me really bad. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I got really scared. I was at my dad's house in Pittsburgh and I was staying in his guest bedroom and he also has like all these like Civil War era portraits hung up. So I was like, this room is already scary. And then that the book scared me. So I had to stop reading it and go to the living room. But yeah. Living room, safe safe space. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was Verity by Colleen Hoover. I, I also read It Ends With Us. That's another one I really liked by her. That's just I'm sorry. We're only doing two books today. Mendez. I'm just going to start listing them all. I'm just going to start <laughs> saying them as fast as I can. Listen, we have, we have one more big thing to do and, and we got to get to it. I know. I'm really excited. We have a, a new segment. Yeah. It'll be on every podcast. Yeah. And this segment's called these people all say we should watch this thing. I don't really want to watch this thing because all these people say that we should watch this thing. Did you just make that up? That's good. <laughs> so there's two things in, in, in my <laughs> life that people say that we should watch. Number one is Shit's Creek. And I'm not watching it just because everybody says that I should watch it. Hipster. Yeah. There's it's no doubt. It's so I good. Am, yeah. Well, it's, it's so good, except for the, the first season. Yeah, you can pretty much skip the first season because it's terrible, but everything else is so great. I don't agree with that. I love all of them. Anyway, so that's all I hear, and I'm like, I'm not skipping the first season, and I'm not watching your terrible show because it's terrible if I have to skip a season. So the other show that everybody says is the best thing that you should watch, but I don't want to watch it because everybody says it's the best, is... Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Firefly. That's how people Fire. would say it. <laughs> so, so we decided we're going to watch an episode of Firefly um, every, every, week. every week until we get through with Firefly. Yeah. And so we watched episode one uh, this week, and uh, I thought it was just like a 45-minute show. And we realized it's not. It's like an hour and a half for the first pilot episode, which... It's a double episode. Apparently was not ever shown or yeah, so shown different. This is what it says. So it's The episode's called Serenity. Serenity was the original two-hour pilot episode for the Firefly TV series. Its first air date was December 20th, 2002. Although it is the pilot episode, it was not aired first. It airs as the season finale. What kind of the twin, series finale. Twin Peaks stuff is this? I know, I'm in. Oh my gosh. Like, Did we watch the same episode then? Yeah, did you watch it on Hulu? It's just the first episode on Hulu. I don't it's know. called episode 1. Okay. Did did you Okay, right, did what, it What happens at the beginning? Can I ask you when it opened up, did you think that you had started in the middle of the show? Like it's like a big war and yeah. they're going on? I literally was like, did somebody already start this on my Hulu account? <laughs> I like stopped it. Yeah. It's like a backstory scene. 
Yeah, I guess. Like it happened five years ahead of time or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, six so, years. Yeah. I've got like the synopsis pulled up so that we can kind of walk through okay. it if you want to do that. Okay. So it says, I won't read the whole thing, but we meet Mal, the sergeant, and a bunch of soldiers, and they are part of an attempt to prevent Alliance forces from taking Serenity Valley. I read this as I was watching because, like, how would you have ever known that? They were literally just shooting. Yeah. And so, anyway, they're, like, just trying to uh, fight the Alliance. And then that's that scene. And, by the way, there are definitely, like, spoilers in this. We're going to tell the whole thing. Yeah. But <laughs> if you haven't watched Firefly yet, uh, um, cool. But yeah. Yeah, don't Sorry. listen because we're about to ruin Firefly for you. And then, like because that scene is ends pretty quickly because they lose yeah that's what i took right. from it yeah so I'll, what i wrote down was it's like 19 it's like they're fighting world war one like they have like world war one clothes on right and they're fighting like these futuristic jets and it, i'm like this is stupid no it's supposed to be 500 years in the future yeah but why has he got like a I totally thought German that helmet on. it was like Civil War era until yeah. he like got behind that giant gun and was like, yeah, <laughs> shooting it. And I was like, what? And then, so I I wrote down opening is super intense. And also I, in quotations, I put too pretty to die because oh, yeah. Mal turns to that guy and he's like, we ain't going to die. They say ain't all the time. And he's like, we ain't going to die. We're too pretty to die. And then right after that, that guy just gets like sniped so hard in his pretty face yeah. and he's like whoops never mind oh, there goes that <laughs> um yeah so, so then it cuts to six years later yeah and the guy playing with the dinosaurs uh, which is which is an endearing scene for that guy and he's been in other stuff but um the first thing i want to say is like the the country and western music that like goes along with this whole thing <laughs> is it why yo like it all right, like it, shows the the dinosaur guy on the ship. And I was like, okay, that's cute. Like, uh-huh. I like him. Yeah. Then they say we're humped like a hundred times. He's like, <laughs> oh, if these people get on the ship, we're humped. And uh-huh. he's like, if they already got our message, we're already humped. And yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. What? That's about the time I looked up the synopsis because I was like, I don't understand what era we're in. I refuse to read anything about this. The only thing I read about it was that... I wanted to know more about Joss Whedon because it said that he was like the director and also the person who like wrote song, like, like sung the song that was, I'm like the theme song. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously he, the only reason he's going to be able to sing this song is because he's the director. Cause this is terrible. This, it's so bad. I literally wrote <laughs> theme song sucks. And then I wrote, I love that they have him shooting that giant gun, like in the, the opening when he yeah. shoots that stupid gun, yeah. then it shows that, the, the horrible theme song and it's like slow motion of him just being like yeah. like shooting the first thing I noticed is that um, there's not any aliens like no. we did, like all these people are just like human beings and so yeah. all these other like big space opera kind of things I'll have aliens and maybe um, we'll run into them but we have not yet I assumed there would be aliens because at the end of that first war scene and they're like oh we're humped it was just like 57 spaceships yeah and so I was like, oh, there's aliens in yeah. there. But no, it's just people. They're like, we're just regular humans. We live on all the moons. Yeah. There's so many moons and we live on them. And they all have grass. And then we learned that they're sex workers, yeah. apparently. Like uh, yeah. So we meet. She's a companion, I think is what they call her. Yeah. We uh, we meet. When do we meet? Yeah, we meet her after they like they steal the cargo. Yeah. And then we meet Inara. Who's a companion? I don't know any of these names, so like 
I've got the thing up that's just yeah. to lead us through. Yeah, okay. And so then they're going to some planet called Persephone, and they're like, hey, we got to find passengers. Because apparently they make, like, dirty money by stealing <laughs> gold bars that are actually food. <laughs> I thought they were gold. <laughs> I love the fact she takes a big bite of the food at some point, and, she's, and he's like, yep, that's enough for a family for a month. And I'm like, well, then she'll be full for a week. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just a big old chunk She's like, of it's that. legit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's so weird. And yeah. so... They all like split up. We also we meet Kaylee, yeah, who is like the ship's mechanic. Who I was like, oh, I really like her. And then later, I was and like, I don't like her. Well, first of all, she immediately gets shot. Like, and then she shows up and she's like, gets shot. And I'm like, oh, great. And the scene where she gets shot and she's just like, no, it's. Yeah. And then we find out that Zoe, who's like this pretty hot chick who's been there from the beginning, is married to the dinosaur guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his name is Wash for sure. And then. What they're like roaming around looking for passengers, and we meet the shepherd, the guy who keeps saying like, "I'm not a grandpa." Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know which guy that is. <laughs> it's the African American guy. Okay. I I call him I call him uh, preacher man. Yeah, or the guy from that '70s show. Yeah. At one point in that '70s show, Hyde finds out that he uh his actual dad isn't the dad who he thought it was and it's this guy <laughs> which everybody was like Hyde's dad is black and he's like yeah that makes total sense for yeah. the show yeah but then Kaylee like has a weird interaction with the preacher and I was like is she flirting with him I think so yeah it's just the way I think she, she might flirt with, I think she everyone yeah. yeah yeah and then um we meet the guy named Jane I had to look up his name. He's the super aggressive guy that's always like, well, let me kill him. Let me oh, fight yeah. him. He's yeah. always like, yeah. I don't understand that guy. Yeah. And it was about this time when they're like walking through the um, town looking for uh, somebody to get on their ship uh-huh. that I wrote down a question. Did they steal that ship? I think, uh, I mean, I think it's probably like some sort of leftover. It's like, it's like a Millennium Falcon situation where okay. it's been like abandoned. Around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then they bring all the passengers on. Yeah. And like we meet Simon, who's so weird. That's the guy with his sister. Oh. Is her name River? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, I was like the hot girl Han Solo when she like wakes up from Carbonite. Like, yeah. She can't see and yes. stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's some more Star Wars here. River. We like meet. We meet all the passengers. I also, there's a really great moment that I wrote down where Mal, the captain, they say something, and he's like, there ain't no way in the verse that's going to happen. And I was like, is he talking about the universe? <laughs> and then I decided I didn't like Kaylee because she goes to make dinner, and she pulls that strawberry out, and she's like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, it was very yes. sexual, yep. and I hated it. Yeah. Um, And what, then. What's up with, the, like, the Dementor ship that goes by, and they're like, oh, it's the. The reverse. Yeah. And I was like, what word is that that you're saying, huh? The way that they describe... Spell, spell that word. What word is that? Reavers. R-E-A-V-E-R-S. Okay. I thought it was like, is he saying Reapers? Reavers. Well, because then they're like, yes, they... Like, can I say what they're going to do? Well, uh, yeah. So, well, I, all I know is that, like, it's like the, the T-Rex in Jurassic Park where you're just like, okay, as long as we don't move, they won't get us. And it's like, what? Yeah. And... That chasing at the end where the Reavers are chasing them, I feel like every time it shows their ship, it's like, hey, it's like making a weird laugh sound. And this guy, so there's like the Reavers who are apparently these just like really bad guys. 
And but we don't ever see them, right? No. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm sure that we will. Oh, yeah, at yeah, some yeah. point. But he, one of the guys, is like, "Who are the Reavers?" And she just like so nonchalantly is like, "They're these guys who will rape us to death, and then they'll wear our skin." <laughs> so uh, have like, a nice day. And I was like, silly in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. So then, um, they they like have a dinner. They realize there's a um a, a mole. Mem- a mole. Yeah. Like a, they call they keep calling him Lawman, which I really like. <laughs> they have like a weird run in with Lawman, Law Dog, and Mal thinks that he's going to jail because apparently he's like he's like a Han Solo. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This is like the, every single. I was like, so then Han Solo does this. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then um, Kaylee ends up getting shot. Yeah, and then like when she's in the med unit, I have um, she's like a twenty year old drunk girl. Yes, <laughs> like and it's so bad. Like when she's, I'm like, oh, she's so annoying now. It's <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she's she dies, but she doesn't die. No, she's still alive. And then those guys are just joking about it. Like, oh, I just told her that he died. I wrote down the Kaylee's dead joke. WTF? Because he's like <laughs> Kaylee's dead. Then it cuts to them like, like in the control room. They're like, oh, <laughs> we, we got him. <laughs> and so then the. They realize the lawman like accidentally shoots Kaylee, and then they realize Simon's a bad guy. Yeah. Then Mal punches him so hard in the face, then punches him again. He punches <sighs> that poor Simon guy who's literally just cryogenically frozen his sister to uh-huh. save her life. Right. And he just like keeps punching him. Yeah. But I, I really loved the moment when Simon's like, "Look, I'm gonna explain to you." Well. He's like, I want to know why you're a fugitive. Simon has this giant box. He just cracks it open, and there's a lady in there. And she's like, he's like, this is my sister. She's just like, make it. Like, oh, all right. And then he's like, yeah, I'll explain it to you. Then it like cuts to the scene of them sitting in the kitchen, and Simon's saying, he's like, I am very smart. <laughs> That's how he starts it. <laughs> and then he's like, but my sister's smarter, so I had to cryogenically freeze her because they're trying to like steal her brain. Okay. <laughs> we're living on a planet where everybody's got like flying, you know, spaceships. But yeah. we're worried about this girl's brain and how amazing it is. It's really weird. I, yeah. So Any, they like. Yeah. Anyway, like. They decide that they're going to go and like sell their secret cargo to the mayor lady who like they're like, oh, yeah, we're we we know we're going to get jumped when we get there. And like there's nobody else you can sell this, you know, food to. I thought it was gold until they and then and they're like, yeah, is she going to shoot you again? I was like, if she's already (laughs) shot you once, why are you going back? And so they like get there and. Then poor Simon, he's just like trying to save his sister, and Mal's like, "I'm gonna leave you in mm-hmm. Whitefall, which is just like a moon. It's like the Wild West moon. That's what I right. called it. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> hell breaks loose. Deal on Cowboy Planet gets ugly. Yes. It's a shootout at the OK Corral. <laughs> then Wyatt and his band of merry men head back to the ship because of the Reapers. I don't know. So good. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's wild. And so then. Um, they're like, oh, the Reavers are back, and they're yeah. following us. And so then uh, Kaylee, they yes. carry Kaylee, who's been shot. Drunk, drunk Kaylee gets gets down on the floor. Into the machine room. And the wash is like, we got to do a crazy Ivan. And she's like, cool, cool, cool. And then she has, like, the preacher turning all this stuff oh on. Gosh. Yeah. 
So, yeah, like, uh, as I say, pilot bro pulled the top gun and let them fly by. I literally wrote, they pulled a top gun yeah. and then they just farted fire on them yeah, and then the Reavers died. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Really good. All right. So then the, the quote of the whole episode comes. I need this man to tear all my clothes off. Oh, my God. I was like, I hate this. Yeah. I'm really upset. Yeah. And then um, what else happens? Oh. The, oh yeah, Book, Book is the actual name of the shepherd. His name's Book. Like, I read a book. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He goes in and uh, to see the lawman. Remember he like knocks and he's like, lawman, he's in there, lawman. And then lawman comes out and just like whoops him. He just like beats yes. him up so much. Yeah, poor guy. Just, just keeps hitting him. Then just they just kill him. him and throw him out of the ship. Yeah. And that's what you do to lawmen if they're on your right. ship. And then they do the crazy Ivan. Right. Um, Book goes back in to see the companion, the shepherd. Yeah. He's I, like really into her. Well, uh, she's some sort of like geisha. Like, yeah. She's, she's yeah. fancy. It's like a pretty woman situation. No doubt. After she meets yeah. the rich guy. But, it's, but, but she's got a thing with, with what's his name, right? With with Mal. Pilot, pilot bro yeah i think so yeah like they like touch and like except he's like really mean to her like when he first introduces the shepherd he's like oh she's a companion and right. or no he calls her ambassador and the shepherd's like "Ooh, you're an ambassador and then mal's like no she's a whore yeah literally says that but, but i think that like they they have like that lingering touch at some point like in the middle of the ship and it's like oh yeah like we're not supposed to see that, but oh, like yeah. three episodes from now, we're going to know that they're a thing. Like, get out of here. Also, have you noticed that uh, when it shows Inara, the companion, it always like does a weird cut, like a flash cut to like one side of her face and then the other? Missed it looks like an that. Olin Mills picture, but in real life. It's really yeah. weird. You'll you'll notice it now. Yeah. I also really liked at the end of the episode when Simon is like, I got to talk to my sister. And she's like, I didn't think you were going to come for me. And then he's like, well, you're a dummy. And they're both like, <laughs> we're so smart. <laughs> and then Mal asks Simon to stay on the ship. Right. He's like, we, he's need a a, we need, we a, need medic. a medic. We need a medic here. And, and that's your sister's it. big brain will help too. Yeah. The last thing that I wrote down was that Ashley Judd's, <laughs> Ashley Judd's heart to heart with the crying priest is too sweet. <laughs> is that Ashley Judd? No, but it, just oh, okay. for a second it looked like her. It and does. I'm like, yeah. she's, she's got some Ashley Judd qualities so what okay let's do like a star system for the first episode <laughs> it's five stars okay. being like so good yeah like so okay my first question is people that watched this show in 2002 or whatever it came out like i'm sure they thought oh well this is good this is a good sci-fi yeah. show but is it now like when people watch it they're like oh because this is so campy because it feels i don't very know campy yeah it is yeah i don't know i we need some one of the you firefly experts to tell us like did people ever thought like this is really good yeah it's like it always kind of there's some tongue-in-cheek campiness yeah. like and that was a thing and that makes it more popular that's which a lot of shows have that but also why do they speak mandarin and there's a lot of like mandarin yeah or like writing and things like that so Maybe that'll come up later. I did on this website that I'm on, which is like the Firefly fandom website. There's a lot of the, what they say um, translated. Yeah. And one of them 
literally means his mother's, but it's just a, like a replacement for the F word. Mm. And then one of them is like, shut up. Um, but one of them like made me laugh really hard and I don't, oh. There's one that they say that's <laughs> F everyone in the universe to death. And that's when he finds out the mold's on the ship. <laughs> Which I was like, maybe they, like, I don't know. Maybe that's why they speak in Mandarin. Because you can't say bad words on network TV. Yeah, I mean, I, this show aired on the CW, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's got CW written all over it. Yeah. I literally felt like I was watching Secret Life of the American Teenager, but on a spaceship, because mm-hmm. CW shows all kind of are the same. Yeah. A couple things that I found that are kind of cool about it that... Um, this one vi- visual effects society's best visual effects in a television series award. See, so, that's what I'm thinking. Like in 2002, people were like, Oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, Oh, I think I might've just ruined something for myself. I won't no, say stop that. reading. Well, these are just like behind the scene things. Oh, it says, I thought you'd like this. When Inara shuttle, when in Inara shuttle, if you look closely at the top left-hand side of Serenity, you can see a Star Wars Imperial shuttle taking off. Same one from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, these guys are just obviously like big Star Wars fans and they're like, let's yes. see how much Star Wars we can shove into this and Top Gun and Tombstone yeah. and Also, Rebecca Gayhart originally was going to be the companion. And then um, he was like, it's so bad. Apparently, she had a lack of energy. And so Josh Whedon was like, bye, and got somebody else. Got Ashley Judd. Yeah. The only thing I did read is that Josh Whedon might not be the nicest guy in the world. Well, I mean, he kept the characters that, like, if he's writing these characters, they're most of them are the worst, and they're rude. But I won't say I don't like it. Like, I... In the beginning, I texted uh, my sister, and I was like, I'm watching Firefly, and I hate it. And then by the end, Greg was like, are you done? And I was like, yeah. Um, I kind of want to know what happens next. Like, I need to watch the next episode. I I, I, I kind of feel like I want to keep watching. Um, well, good, because we are going just, to. Not just for the podcast, but, like, I think I would give it one more episode before I was just like, no, I'm not watching this right. anymore. But, obviously, we're in for 14, because... We're in it to win it. Yeah. So if you have watched Firefly before, awesome, cool. Let us know what you think. If you have not watched Firefly before, you may want to skip this part. I guess it's too late to too say late. that. Too um, late. If you haven't, sorry. Go watch it. We didn't yeah, do a great go, job of no. describing it. And you can now watch watch it with a little bit of a, a tainted view like ours. But um, go ahead and watch the second episode because we're going to talk about it next week. Yeah. 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 Until then, <laughs> you uh, dang it, I missed it up. We're trying really hard to do our sign off. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for us this week. So tune in next week for another chapter of the Always Booked Podcast. Bye. <laughs>